At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Good Friday morning. Follow the money right here on Beast and Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans for the next three hours. And Matt, I hope you like basketball. Love basketball. Let's talk hoops. We got Timmy D. Tim Doyle is going to join us at the next hour. JVT, Jonathan Von Tobel in the 9 a.m. hour. And then Steve Prom is going to join the show as well. So we got you covered. Looking ahead to the NCAA tournament, to the NBA, which is back. And talk to all our guests about all of those things. And speaking of the NBA... Back in vogue last night. Whew. Some teams, after the first half, you went, well, I wonder if there's going to be regression. What about the Suns, Chris Paul? You begin life without CP3. Not so bad. 20-point win on the ROAD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin Booker, all kinds of uh, steals and points and uh, easy win on the road. 25 points, 12 assists for Ooh. Devin Booker. I think six steals, too. I mean, an all-around performance as the Suns look good to start off there. And look at that, five steals, 5-0 and without CP3. The Suns are now 5-0 and without CP3 since he joined the team, and that would be talking about Devin Booker. So a really good start there for the Suns. And again, I, they're the shortest odds on the board to, to win it, and I understand why. I, look, one game notwithstanding, I'm still not where everybody else is on this team. Mm-hmm. And I know everybody else loves this basketball team and for very good reason in the first half. I just wonder if you can get Chris Paul back as you get ready for the real season, which is the third season, as we begin the second half of it. And then that, of course, is the playoffs. You're not as concerned as I am about this team going forward, are you? Um, I got some concerns about the Suns, sure. They're 49-10 and 10 right now, but you're going to play the next two months without Chris Paul, and you don't know for sure that he's going to be back for the first or second round of the playoffs. Yeah, they're 5-0 and without Chris Paul since you joined the team, as we just saw in that graphic. Mm-hmm. That's a very small sample. They're yeah. going to play a lot more games without... CP3 here at the end of the season. I do think Devin Booker uh, is the type of guy who's going to step up and put up huge numbers yeah. uh, down the stretch like he did last night with the 25 points and 12 assists. Like you said, he filled the box score. Uh, so the Suns are probably going to be fine. They're going to hold on to the number one seed in the West. But uh, once you get to the postseason, if Chris Paul's not completely healthy, that could be a big problem. Now, I do think the Golden State Warriors are going to close the gap here in the next couple months. The team that I kind of wished that I'd hopped on before we began the second season, second half of the season, in the Eastern Conference, after all of our guests this week here in Father Money, would be the Boston Celtics. And they went out and whoosh, the Brooklyn Nets last night, 129-106. Easy victory for them to begin the second half. 
And it, it's it's one of those teams, that, it's some of the parts teams, right? And mm-hmm. they're playing really good defense now, all of a sudden. So, again, everybody's going to talk about Brooklyn. Everybody's going to talk about Philly. Everybody's going to talk about Milwaukee in the East because they're the defending champs, by the way. And Boston, you can still get a decent number on them to win the Eastern Conference, if not the NBA title. I'm starting to come around in the seas. I don't know what it is. Is it now that Brad Stevens is no longer there as the head coach and he's upstairs? How this team has gotten so much better defensively? Are they actually enjoying playing with each other? Is it that they don't have the bullseye on them, but they're playing free basketball and defending to the hilt? Well, they were a mess uh, for the most part for a couple months before the All-Star break. They uh, started to play a lot better uh, prior to the break. You can still get right here at Circus Sports, you can get the Celtics at 11 to 1 to win the East, you see there at uh, some spots 25 to 1 to win the NBA championship. Do you want to bet the Celtics to win the East at 11 to 1? I kind of, I, I, I do feel like in a, in a short series, right? Shorter, even seven games, still a long series. But when it does become defense, and this is my, my concern going forward with young teams, we can get to the Bulls here in a second, is that they, they haven't, I mean, are they going to be, the, the Celtics should translate to playoff basketball, the way uh-huh. they defend. So I actually think that, yeah, 11-1 to 1 feels like, to me, they, that's a live dog to get out of the East because they can defend. Mm-hmm. That's a trick that doesn't go away. Like, scoring can come and go a little bit, <coughs> right? Mm-hmm. But if you can play defense on a regular basis, which nobody likes to do in the NBA. Well, they do it in the playoffs. Right. So it should playoffs are, Playoffs are a different game. Right. And you'll see most of these teams defend better. The Miami Heat's still my pick to win the East, but Ooh. the – you know, the Heat are right around eh, five to one odds or so to win the East. So you're not getting the same type of number you are with your uh, Boston Celtics pick. But I, I think the East playoffs are going to be fascinating because you're going to have uh, KD, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons, and the Nets are going to be a completely different team. Nets lost 12 of 14 going into the break. Last night to get blown out by the Celtics, 129 to 106 Man. in Brooklyn. But this is going to be a much different team when they're at full strength and the uh, we think Kyrie's even going to be able to play home games in New York soon. Uh, but you look, look at all the teams. Let's say the top, I think five teams can win the East. Heat, Bulls, Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, not necessarily in that order. Excuse me, I need to throw in the, the Nets in there, in that group. So there's six. Heat, Bulls, Sixers, Bucks, Celtics, Nets, who are in the eighth spot right now. They're going to move up the ladder. Uh, but that's what's going to make the East playoffs so competitive. Uh I think you truly do have six teams that could win that conference, and you wouldn't be stunned if one of those six teams won. I would be stunned if the Cavaliers won it. You know, they're yeah. they're, they're a good team, but I don't think they can win. They're good enough to win the East. But those six teams I just mentioned, I think any of those teams could. Playing Brooklyn in the first round, whoever gets that, you're going to go like, man, I'm a one seed or a two seed, and I'm going to get Brooklyn in the first round. Like that's not fair, but that's the way they're going to think that mm-hmm. I got to go through. That maybe the, the the team that is going to be on the shortest odds to to win it by the by the time we get to the postseason out of the East. You know, you bring up a good point. I think there's going to be some jockeying by teams ah. late in the season to try to avoid the Nets. You don't want to have the Nets in a first round. Let's say the Nets move up to the six seed or the five seed. You don't want to be the three opposite to six or the four no. opposite to five or whatever uh, the playoff matchup might be at that point. Uh, that's that's going to be a team that you're going to want to avoid, especially in the first round, but. If if the Bulls were matched up with the Nets as a let's just say two seven scenario, right? Nets are going to be favored to win the series, sure. 
And you saw what the Bulls did. Uh, DeMar DeRozan continuing his hot streak, 37.6 rebounds. Oh, don't just say that flippantly. That's a big deal. Well, it is. It's historic. He's on a historic run. And I know a lot of people here at Visa have got some tickets on DeMar DeRozan. You might have got them as, as high as 50-1 to 1, not that right. long ago, right? Well, those numbers have been shorted dramatically with the rise of DeMar DeRozan. All my Chicago brethren, they are fired up. And it was I will say this. It was cool. Uh, I used to work right there at the United Center to see that place jumping again, uh-huh. right? And it does feel like there's an energy in that building again with DeMar DeRozan. I think it's the superstar they didn't know that they had. Mm-hmm. And now it's almost like he's been That's resurrected. That like he good goes, way to put it. Yeah. Right? Yes, yeah, San Antonio kind of got lost in the shuffle there a little bit once he left Toronto. And now in Chicago, he has flourished again. And I think people thought this was a flash in the pan. This is not sustainable for DeMar DeRozan when he started putting together this 30-plus streak. And now all of a sudden you go, well, not only does he have to be considered for MVP, but we have, when you're talking about a team right now second in the East and a half game out of first place in the East, if they get the one seed and it's a regular season award, people, don't even worry about the postseason. If the Bulls are the number one seed in the East and DeMar DeRozan is the, the premier reason why, Matt, I think there's a lot of life in those 50 to ones. Yeah, I wore my uh, black, red, and white today in honor of the Chicago Bulls. I have not, Dave, I've not covered a game or been to a game at the United Center since the spring of 2000. Wow. I think this is probably the most I've been, you know, encouraged by the Bulls since then. They had, they had a couple of good years. Yeah. And they had some potential when Derrick Rose was there. But DeMar DeRozan during this run, and obviously I'm invested in the Bulls now at 50-1 to 1 on DeRozan to win MVP. But last night he became the seventh player in NBA history with eight straight 35-point games. Let me tell you who else is on that list. Bring it. Seven straight, or excuse me, a seventh player with eight straight 35-point games. How about Wilt? Anytime you're on a list with uh, Wilt Chamberlain, <laughs> that's good. That's a good thing. Good. Elgin Baylor, MJ, Kobe, LeBron, and James Harden. That's pretty good company, and uh, that's, the, that's what DeMar DeRozan has done here uh, in the uh, past eight games, putting up 35-plus points. And I, th- I think he's put himself in the top five of that MVP race. I saw Mitch Moss tweet last night that, uh, you know, he's now in the conversation. And JVT said, F the conversation. He's one of the favorites. JVT snap back in a good way <laughs> in support of DeMar DeRozan. We're going to have JVT on later on today. 17 to 1 now uh, to win the MVP is DeMar DeRozan. So you're obviously uh-huh. the, those 50 to 1s are long gone. But, you know, I look at it and I go, man, I, I understand why people in Chicago, if you're watching him night out, night in and night out, and seeing these 35-plus point games. And when you're on a list, as you mentioned, with Wilt Chamberlain, there's a lot of good lists to be on with Wilt. Uh-huh. That might be um, near the top of those lists. I I don't know if he's going to win it because outside of Chicago, the perception still is that his team's just not that great. Right. Right? That that And it, that's not – it well, should that not perception, be the way it's voted. Well, that perception's inaccurate. So. Totally inaccurate. That's okay. Actually, I was checking out my pending bets on the app. I made this bet on DeRozan. On February 16th, 50 to 1 odds here at Circa. Why, it wasn't that long ago. Not that long ago, buddy. That's about a week ago. And um, I think the next day his odds got chopped to 25 to 1. Yeah, because you guys started clamoring about it on Twitter. JVT did. I I did not start clamoring. I'm not like you and Wes and some of these guys, Mitch and JVT, who tweet all the time, clamor about things on Twitter nonstop. Yeah. I didn't put that on Twitter. Well, you guys shorted my odds. If you guys hadn't tweeted all 
found it. I could have got it at 50 to 1. <laughs> the first... Hey, I did want to point out one more thing. You're talking about your Celtics. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about uh, my, Durar, my DeMar DeRozan, oh. uh, my Heat. You've yeah. got the Celtics. That's your team now. How dominant have the Celtics been on the road? This was from ESPN Stats and Info last night. Five straight road games and wire-to-wire wins. Wow. They've outscored teams by a total of 148 points in those games. That's 29.6 per game. The best point differential in a five-game span on the road in NBA history. That's how good the Celtics have been recently. 11-1 to win the East. The first hour of Father Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. I told you we've got a basketball-heavy show when we come back. Win some, lose some. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Molly Howard will be back Monday. Hey, shout out to Mike North in Chicago, who's watching, listening. And uh, so, Dave Ross, yes, the Bulls can beat the Celtics. Well, now you've labeled them my Celtics, so now I'm going to get that from Mike North. Mike, I'm not rooting for the Seeds yet. I haven't played the 11 to 1. Now, if I play the 11 to 1 before the show is over. Put your money where your mouth is. I just I think there's good value for the Seeds right there at 11 to 1 to win these. But Mike makes a good point. All right, let's talk about the Celtics. <laughs> they were bet overnight from four and a half point favorites to nine. In Brooklyn, and they beat the Nets 129-106. to 106. So the betters get the win there. That was the right move, uh, about a five-point move in favor of the Celtics. They win the game by 23. Remember a couple weeks ago when the Seas had a, a similar line move where he just couldn't get it high enough before tip. It went from like three against Brooklyn, uh-huh. and uh, they beat him again. But they, oh, yeah. They're just lambasting this team. Well, it's Brooklyn's B team. 
Seth Curry, top player last night with 22 points. Jason Tatum with 30 uh, for the Celtics. Let's get to more win some for the betters last night. The Suns Thunder total. Bet over from 213.5 to 220.5. Right move. Man. Phoenix posted a 124-104 win at OKC. It lands on 228. So nice job with the sharp money and the public money over the total in uh, Phoenix and OKC. College hoops last night. I finally got a winner in the Pac-12. Ding, ding, ding. Oregon Ducks have been good to me here in the past uh, couple games. Oregon was a three-point favorite last night. Bet to two and a half closing time. Money on the right side. The Ducks were dangerous home dogs. They took out the Bruins 68-63. And how about that, Dave? That's going to help Oregon's case on the bubble. You got a regular season sweep of UCLA. So Oregon's got that going for him, which is nice. And I I think uh, Dana Altman... He's got so much cachet and clout and respect that when they see that you sweep a team like UCLA, that you should be one of the best six, sure. four, five. I think that moves you into the field. Now, obviously, a week ago the Ducks had a very embarrassing loss at Arizona State, but yeah. then they played Arizona to the wire and Tucson, and then last night to get the sweep of UCLA is a big deal. Uh, we got a couple videos here oh. uh, to talk about. Dave, I'm going to let you commentate the okay. videos. See what we have. I, I I do not know what this video is, but Alf shout. You remember fact, you remember the TV show Alf? I do. Factories acquired Alf with plans to bring the character back, quote, in a totally new way, huh? With new content, unseen art, and restored footage not seen in 30 years. This is the moment Alf fans have been waiting for. If you're an Alf fan and you've been waiting for this for 30 years, what have you done for three decades? Hey, when I was a kid, I kind of liked that show Alf. What is Al? What exactly is he? She, what? It's an alien? It's it, supposed to be an alien that looks like an armadillo. It's just a weird <clears throat> concept to me. I never got into the Alf. It wasn't, wasn't my, <laughs> like, like E.T., like everybody when we ran to the theaters as kids uh, to watch I, E.T., phone home. I didn't care for E.T., but I did like Alf. That's a, that's a win some. That's a win is gonna make a comeback. That's a win? All right, we got, we've got something on yoga here, which is oh. nothing I've ever participated in. How about you? Oh, my God. Okay. Now, this woman, for, for those that are listening and can't see, she is doing, okay, I don't even know how to describe it. She's basically giving birth to herself is what it looks like. Somehow, she's contorted her body in a way that she can lean all the way back and then put her head through her legs. Ooh. And then now, here's the thing. I can't touch my toes. And I know people think that I'm kidding when I say that. I cannot without bending my knees. And I think that I'm a pretty, you know, in shape guy. I cannot touch my toes. This woman can not only touch her toes, she can somehow, I don't know if she's got vertebrae. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Stand up and can't touch. I can't believe that. They're, they're, like, huh? I'm telling you right now. How tall I, are you, 5'10"? Yeah. Wow, you can't do that. I can't do that. Now, we're going to have Tim Doyle on the show later on. Timmy could, could put hands, palms down on the ground. A former athlete, D1 athlete, that's what Tim would tell me. That's why I'm a D1 athlete and you weren't. It's because like he's got things like <laughs> in, in the tool shed that I don't have. That woman. Well, he's got a jump shot, too. He had a jump No, nah, he couldn't shoot. He would he always tell me, don't, don't stereotype me. Well, he was a playmaker. So this is called, <laughs> I think this is called the smiling turtle. Because what? she bends over backwards and sticks her head between her legs. That's a yoga stretch. All right, here we have a human can opener. Oh, no, he did not. This gentleman opened up a beer. It's a Bud Light can, right? With his teeth in one fell swoop Ooh. and did it perfectly. 
Now, here's the problem with this video, Matt. Now, we're showing you the success story. Think about all the ones oh. that went wrong. Ah! Ow! You, no! What? First of all, sir, all you have to do is open it up. There's a lid that you can just yeah. and open it right up. You don't you don't need the whole beer can opened. Yeah, I don't from the top. I don't think I'm gonna try that at home. I wouldn't advise that. All right, let's get to uh, lose some. Oh, that, those were winning. Okay. Yeah, those are winning. He did not lose any teeth. Uh, lose some. Yeah. Illinois fighting a line I bet from six to seven point favorites. I saw some eights pop up on this game uh, briefly last night. The Buckeyes take it to the Illini, who got off to a fast start in Champaign. But then uh, ended up losing 86 to 83, and that's a costly loss for the Illini because it drops them out of a tie for first in the Big Ten with about three games to go in that race. I think Illinois' next game is at Michigan uh, this weekend. But the Illini, uh, big favorites, go down on their home floor last night to Ohio State. Uh, we've got another video here, I think, or this is a tweet on a hammerhead shark. Uh oh. Okay, hammerhead shark. Gotta love hammerhead sharks. Now, they, they just look cool, don't well, they? Well, kayakers are out there by the hammerhead shark. I have seen a shark uh, when I was in Tampa with some buddies in a boat, and there was a shark not too far from our boat. It, it, it freaked me out. That is a massive hammerhead. That's a huge hammerhead shark. So you do exactly what these kayakers are doing. You just roll out. Did they even see the shark? Uh, he yeah, did. that yeah, guy he saw. saw. Yeah. He's, he's, I'm sure his life flashed before like, his eyes. Because if you've seen Josh. Don't flip the kayak. It would be a bad time to flip the kayak. Well, because you never know. I mean, in the movies. The hammerhead shark does not want to attack you, by the way. How do you know? You know the mind of the hammerhead yeah, shark? Yeah, I have. How do you know that I've that hammerhead isn't going to leap out of the water right into your kayak? Hammerhead shark's not a man-eater. You know, our, our producer, Dustin, says he's scared of... Uh, of sharks and the, they will attack. Don't listen to Matt. They will attack. They will leap right out of the water into your kayak. <laughs> I would say just go in the other direction. All right. How about this bad beat last night? If you bet Oral Roberts. Oh. And uh, oh, I saw the end of this. Do you remember what happened with uh, Oral Roberts in the NCAA tournament last year? Right. Yeah. Good run. Knocked off Ohio State. Yeah. Max Amos was a star. He had 34 points last night. This was a, a game. Between uh, San, uh, South Dakota State and Oral Roberts, and um, the Jackrabbits are 17 and 0 now in the Summit League, but they were on the brink of uh, defeat last night. Mm-hmm. Luke Apple hit two free throws in the final second to force overtime, and that was for South Dakota State. And then in the overtime, Max Amos hits a three with. Uh, I think about three seconds to go. To cut it to one. Cut it to one. Right. And then to get a, a full court pass and a fast break layup by Douglas Wilson. He gets fouled. A three-point play. He makes the free throw. And the final score is 106 to 102. South Dakota State Oral Roberts was a three-and-a-half-point dog. That's brutal. I saw this on the highlights. And, Matt, here's the thing. That's got to be coached. I'm saying applauding the Jackrabbits here uh-huh. because you do the length of the court pass. Now, there's only one second. You're up one because, you know, a lot of times the the your normal intuition is just throw it right, you know, underneath the basket. Well, there's, that's where the danger lies, sure. right? Yeah. So, actually, it's the smart basketball play. Now, I don't know if you needed to lay it in. It's a, it's a risky play. It's a high-risk, high-reward type of play to throw the full-court pass. If the guy throws an air and pass, it goes out of bounds. Earl Roberts inbounds it under their own basket. Good point, Like too. you see, you know, a lot of things that could go wrong. Anyway, that was a bad beat last night. If you had Earl Roberts plus three and a half. Here's a couple 
that were bad for the books. NBA favorites, five and two straight up at ATS. On the first night back from the All-Star break, the Pistons and the T-Wolves pulled the only upsets last night. Anytime Gonzaga wins and covers, it's probably going to be bad for the books. Man. I think there was some sharp money a little bit anyway on San Francisco last night, but uh, most betters run the Zags. They closed 10.5-point favorites. This was actually a 10-point game at the half. It was tied, I think, 25-25. It was a 10-point game at the half. You could tell the Zags were going to outclass them. It was still a 10-point game inside three minutes. Yeah. San Francisco bricked four straight free throws <laughs> and lost by 16, 89-73, but the Zags were the right side. Yeah, but they are a machine. I think they was 54-44 at halftime. I mean, 54 points in the first half. My goodness. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Log in each Friday and get a 20% profit boost on the NHL. Learn more at BetRivers.com. And, of course, if you're looking for more sports betting discussions around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting. From the local perspective, there are CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now even Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. You mentioned Gonzaga. We're going to talk more about what we saw in the night in college basketball and also Arizona on the road, putting up big numbers as well against Utah. And again, we've got uh, some great basketball guests, Tim Doyle, Jonathan Von Tobel, and uh, Steve Fromm is going to join us throughout this morning here on Follow the Money on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. No more football, no problem. Bet River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and much, much more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can always count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet River's. Get started with life after football with the Bet Rivers app. I never like to get life started with after football because football never really ends. We're going to have the draft year coming up in April. Sure. Right. And then before you know it, we're going to have free agency. That's going to pop. Well, it's kind crazy. of a 12 month betting sport at this point. You can talk about futures, you can talk about the NFL draft. It's, um, I don't want to say it is 12 months, but it kind of feels like it's more of a year round thing than it used to be yes. in terms of a. Because you have win totals that go up right after the NFL draft, and uh, you do you do have a couple dead periods over the summer. But um, hopefully, we have some baseball to talk about this summer. That would be Other, nice. otherwise we'd be talking a lot of NFL all summer if we don't have uh, if we don't have baseball. I tell you this: I just think you can say what you want about Goodell, and people have said a lot. He's done a really good job of marketing the sport in the off season. Free agency was never that big a deal. Twenty. 10 years ago. Sure. Now it's become a boom. And you mentioned it here where people can wager which quarterback's going to be. We, we've been doing it all week, too. It's going to take the first snap. Sure. That's, they've been really smart about that to really increase their profile. You know, and you're right about that. It's, it's a relevant discussion for us now because there are betting options on uh, where quarter, certain quarterbacks are going to land. No doubt. Um, things like that. If you watch ESPN, ESPN2, Fox, all these talk shows in the morning, it's Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, throwing a little Russell Wilson, throwing a little Deshaun Watson, more Aaron Rodgers. There's the show. It's, uh, that's, that's basically what the entire show is. We can talk about that stuff on this show. We don't like to belabor the point too much, but 
it is relevant for us because of uh, the betting aspect. No question. Of the props being up and where these quarterbacks can land. Yeah, that's why we do uh, bring those discussions to you, not for the soap opera aspect of it. Oh, you like that part. Although I do enjoy that. It's more for the betting angles and whether or not you can find some some sharper numbers out there. Let's get to college basketball last night. You mentioned it in the last segment. Gonzaga, they're just a machine right now. Uh, They roll over on San Francisco 89-73. Right now, again, the shortest odds to cut down the nets here, plus 400. I'm seeing it most places. You know, we had the kind of the hypotheticals yesterday of, like, would you take Gonzaga or the field? the field. I I would take the field as well. But I'm not going to bet the field now. I'm going to wait until I see the bracket. Yes. Selection Sunday. Well, like, what would what would deter you when you saw said bracket? Like, what 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 two seed would scare you to say, you know what? I don't like the Zags at that price because that two is the one well, that it might could be them. the three. It could be the four, and actually, the the four is going to meet the one if they both advance in the top half of the bracket. Sweet sixteen. So the the one seed would have to deal with the four, and then either the two or three. So you look at it and say. You know, for some reason, Arizona is not a top seed. I don't think this Man. would happen. I like Arizona better than Gonzaga, but I don't think they're going to be in the same uh, same region. How about if uh, Gonzaga's in the same region with Duke? How about if... Uh, they're not, they're uh, not going to do that. Committee's not going to do that. They're not going to put the Zags and Dukies. Not, not in case Swanson. I wouldn't think so. Uh, but the last, uh, I think Joe Lenardi or Mike DeCourcy bracket, I saw had Gonzaga and, and Duke in the same region. Whoa. And I said the same thing. You did. That's not going to happen. No way. You're going to find a way to throw Auburn in there with uh, Gonzaga or yes. something like that. Uh, basically, I just want to see the path that the Zags have to go through before I would lay $4 or $5, whatever it would have to be. I think at Circus Sports yesterday, the Zags are plus 337 to win the title, right. minus 467 on the no. I'm not going to lay that price right now. But in the game last night, Zags passed their, uh, I would say, second significant road, true road test mm-hmm. with uh, flying colors. The first time that they played a, I'd say, respectable opponent on the road, they blew out BYU. And uh, last night they roll 89-73. to 73. Chet Holmgren was just too much. And I thought the size and uh, Gonzaga's size and strength around the rim might be too much in that game last night. That turned out to be the case. Holmgren had 21 uh, points, 15 rebounds, and six blocks. Hey, it was still a 10-point game inside three minutes mm-hmm. to go, so he got a little bit of a, a sweat last night. But uh, see, these teams that the Zags are playing in true road games, and this is, I think, still got to be a concern in the big picture. BYU, San Francisco, this, this weekend it's going to be St. Mary's. St. Mary's will be the best uh, opponent the Zags have faced in a true road game. The other two teams, I, I'm not even sure they're NCAA tournament teams. If they were, they'd be bounced in the first or second round. So we haven't seen the Zags yet play, and we're not going to see it this no. season. We're not going to see them play a really good opponent in a, in a true road game, but they are going to have to face some really good opponents on neutral courts in the tournament, and I think that's still where you, you have some unanswered questions about this team because the Zags did lose neutral court games to Duke and Alabama in uh, late November, early December. Arizona, we mentioned them, 20-point wins last night on a 20-point winner, rather, last night at Utah, 97-77. Interesting game. My goodness. I mean, just a lot of points there, too, when you look at the Zags rolling up 89-97 for Arizona. They're plus 800 right now to cut down the nets. You've seen them up close and personal. I don't know that a lot of people saw this coming uh, from Arizona. It just depends if you're um, how into college basketball you are. If you're a casual college hoops fan who just started watching games after the Super Bowl, right. you had no idea Arizona was going to be this good. Uh, I had Arizona 
right outside. I'm embarrassed to say it, but I had Arizona number 52 in my preseason power ratings. I, I didn't think the team was going to be that good. Right. T- Tommy Lloyd's first season. Tommy Lloyd was Mark Few's top assistant at Gonzaga. I heard great things about him from uh, people I know uh, involved with the Gonzaga program. I said, this guy's a basketball savant, and uh, he's a big reason for the Zag's success over the past uh, 15 years or so. And he's done a phenomenal job coaching this team, but he also, he's a great recruiter. And he's got three three dudes who can play who are around seven foot. Whew. Nobody else has that. Purdue's got a couple. you got a couple other teams with uh, talented big men, but not three. And Arizona's got three guys around seven feet who are skilled, who can play. you got a couple of sharpshooters, Mathurin, Kirk Carissa. And I watched this game again last night, and I watched uh, Arizona – around uh, Thanksgiving in Las Vegas. And the first time I saw that team up close, I said, whoa, uh, I really underestimated this team. And um, I bumped them up from 52nd to the top 10 in my power rankings. Uh, because I, I always think sometimes odds makers are a little bit too slow to adjust. Mm-hmm. And I realized I made a mistake. And I didn't want to be too stubborn and uh, be too slow to correct uh, my mistake on that. And I bet Arizona, I put a little futures down bet down at 40 to 1 odds. Hmm. I wish I'd bet more mm-hmm. uh, because then a, a few days later I bet them again at 30 to 1. You're not going to find anything close to that number no. at this point. Last night Arizona beat Utah 97 to 77. This game uh, was one the Utes led 28 to 27 late in the first half. The Cats punched them in the mouth with like a 23 to 2 run. <laughs> Boom. Game <laughs> over. Before you know it, Arizona's up 30, and that's how explosive and uh, dominant this team can be. Let's stay out west. We mentioned UCLA losing at Oregon, so Oregon gets this, the uh, this season sweep, sixty-eight, sixty-three, on a basketball court that gives me. It's tough to watch games yeah, there. I, I don't like that court. My goodness, I don't think anybody. I, I don't know anybody who does like the way that Oregon court, court's painted. I wonder what it's like for the kids because it's just aesthetically. Yeah, I wonder if it's distracting for the players as it is for the viewer. But Oregon does get that when you think they should be inside. Uh, that bubble right well, you, now. You, you do too, right? Yeah, I, I do. mean, you I can break down do. the numbers, and you, I absolutely do. We're not trying to play professional bracketologists, no. but I know Oregon's resume, and to me, it's good enough now with a sweep of UCLA to be on the right side of the bubble. And how about this? If the Ducks beat USC this weekend, they're going to sweep both the LA teams. By the way, uh, one twenty to one right now, Oregon. Uh, to go ahead and make a miracle run to win the national championship. Yeah, you, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. go that far. By the way, UCLA last night um, didn't shoot the ball well. Four for twenty-four from three-point range, and that was the biggest problem for the Bruins. One quick team I want to ask you about, and that's Murray State, and they just absolutely laid out Belmont, seventy-six forty-three, uh, in a game that we think you know Belmont. We always think of them being dangerous. Uh-huh. Murray State, can they make some noise in the NCAA tournament? Oh, no doubt about it. Because it looks like- <laughs> there's no question. Beat Belmont last night by 33. Woo-hoo! That team, the Racers are 17-0 and in the Ohio Valley. And that's not a bad conference. And, uh, you know, it's like the West Coast Conference. You've got four or five other quality teams there. But Gonzaga's always head and shoulders above the rest. Murray State this year is about as dominant in that conference as, as Gonzaga is in the West Coast Conference. I think what's interesting here is we're going to have Steve uh, Prom on the show yeah. today. He's a former Murray State and Iowa State coach. Uh-huh. So we'll talk to him about how good this Racers team's going to be. But when you get to the tournament, and I've said this a couple times this week, some of the mid-major type teams we're going to talk about that are going to be dangerous and are going to be like chic picks. When you get to the first round, you're filling out your brackets or you're making your bets, are going to be Murray State, Davidson, New Mexico State, mm. 
I think Iona. Rick Patino's Iona team is going to be in that class again. Wow. And we'll talk about a couple more with uh, Steve Prom in the third hour today. But, you know, <clears throat> USC last night, Providence, I think two of the luckiest teams in college basketball. I don't know how USC has got 20-plus wins. Survived double overtime last night, 94-91 at Oregon State. And the Beavers, I think, are 3-23 or something 25 like that. to 25-1 to get to the Final Four at Murray State. If you're looking for more sports betting discussions around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, L.A., New York, Philly, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Much more from the NBA and college basketball. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No more football with no problem. That Rivers Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, and pro basketball, and much, much more. Don't miss out on Bet Rivers' many daily specials or try your hand at live player props or same game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can get on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get life started without football with the Bet Rivers app. Dave Ross alongside Matt Humans. And even though I don't like the thought of that, you got to turn the page, people and get in on the NBA and certainly college basketball and so many other things to wager on. Speaking of the NBA, Memphis starts off the second half on the not-so-good foot. They get beat last night in the game they were leading uh, early on in this one, uh, but they, they fall 119-114 to the T-Wolves in Minnesota. Now, let's talk about the Grizzlies on the whole. John Morant had an injury last night, which, boy, that's the last thing you want to hear if you're a Memphis fan. Uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious. There's such an interesting team to try to handicap because I'm seeing, you know, we talk about the Celtics 11-1 to win the Eastern Conference. Memphis 11-1 to come out of the West. And I go, it just seems like they're a little bit too young. 
are they ready for prime time? I think that, well, Desmond Bain, by the way, uh, on the Grizzlies, he says, if you don't think they're not ready, you're crazy. Take a listen. Saying the you know it's the Bucks, it's the Nets, it's the uh, it's the Sixers in the mm-hmm. Eastern Conference with you guys. Oh, it's still Golden State, it's still Phoenix. Do you guys think you're on that level? And you know, what do you think you can do and accomplish in the postseason? Oh, most definitely. I mean, we we beat both of those teams, um, you know, on their home floor this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's that's something that's not easy to do. Obviously, they've um, had a great first half of the season as well, and they got their own stars and great team chemistry as well, but. Um, you know, I think it's dumb not to put us, you know, in that conversation as a team that could come out of the Western Conference, um, given what we've done. So there it is, a very confident 25 to 1 to win the NBA title, 11 to 1 to come out of the West. What do you make of Memphis? Look, Ja is a revelation. I mean, it, 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 there's just no other way around it. Uh, superstar right before our eyes. Are they too young, or is it one time where you go, you know, maybe they don't know what they don't know, and that's a good thing in the postseason? I would say they're probably a year away, maybe two years away, because you're not on the level of uh, the Suns and the Warriors quite yet. <clears throat> Desmond Bain, Bain, by the way, a heck of a player from TCU, and we were talking about Murray State. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Morant was a Murray State star. Obviously, not surprised he's been this good in the NBA, but I am surprised that the the Grizzlies are forty one and twenty, mm. even after last night's loss, and that was no big deal to lose that game as two point favorites against a pretty good team. By the way, the T Wolves are four games over five hundred two. They're not the sad sack T Wolves, right? They used to be, but you never know what could happen. Maybe the Grizzlies are not a year away if you have injuries in the second half, and the Suns are dealing with one right now with Chris Paul. But if you have more things to go wrong with the Suns. Uh, obviously, the Warriors uh, could be <clears throat> a little physically fragile down the stretch with uh, Clay Thompson, uh, Draymond Green. You, you're not certain what's going to happen with uh, GSW. So I would say the Grizzlies are probably a year away, but uh, hell no, I'm not going to count them out because they got a lot of good young talent, and uh, I think they got the resume that proves they're legit. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. When we were talking about the Bulls in the uh, first couple segments here, and they're opportunities to come out of the East, they have a veteran leader in DeMar DeRozan, right, on a team with a, a lot of good moving parts. Memphis has got a really deep bench. They can defend. And then they have the young superstar in John Morant. So I don't know which is better to have. The the guy that's kind of been there, done that, like DeMar, who's been around the block, or the young up-and-coming superstar. Well, you'd rather have DeMar DeRozan. Right now. Yeah. Than John Morant. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not a runaway. Somewhat of a close call, but there's no question. I'd rather have DeMar DeRozan. And, uh, you know, this might be the year the dominoes fall the way of the Grizzlies. Who knows? If, uh, like we said, the Suns are dealing with a, a key injury to Chris Paul. You're not sure what's going to happen with the Warriors. The Clippers, probably not going to get Kawhi Leonard back. Paul George is injured. The Lakers are a freaking mess. They are a mess. Uh, you know, and the Utah Jazz, obviously not the same team we thought they were going to be at the start of uh, the season. And uh, they have a different look now. Denver Nuggets have been dealing with injuries, even though Jamal Murray is going to be on the way back. The West is kind of a little bit in chaos, and maybe Memphis could take advantage of that. Speaking of the West and speaking of the Lakers, 45-1 to to win the NBA championship. Now, my guy Shams Charania, he said this about LeBron, and I quote, I personally don't see a scenario where LeBron James is bolting the Lakers to the Cavs. He said this in the Pat McAfee show. Everybody goes on Pat McAfee show. From everything I've been told, his plan is to be a Laker for the foreseeable future and ride this out. Because 
Okay. The, the soap opera there is that they didn't do anything at the deadline well, he's to the, make the Lakers. I don't even want to hear that crap because LeBron is the he's been the de facto GM of the Lakers. He's the one that. Oh, you don't think Stan Plank is calling the shots? Neither is Rob Plankin. <laughs> Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> Rob uh, Point guys, I interchanged them. I would say that LeBron's largely responsible for putting this uh, misfit yeah. roster together. Agreed. And now he gets upset at the trade deadline. Well, we can't make a move. Well, you've, the organization's backed into a corner. There's not much you can do at this point. The Russell Westbrook deal was idiotic. And we said that last year. I said this is a, a big mistake by the Lakers. And now LeBron wants Westbrook dealt and he wants John Wall in there, uh, okay, well, some of us could see that a year ago. It's LeBron's fault for that. So, you know, he's always kind of a drama queen, yeah. and uh, that's the downside, I think, of LeBron. He's still playing at a, a phenomenal level. He really is. I'm, I'm amazed that he's playing as well as he is with all the mileage on his tires and uh, everything uh, he's doing to try to carry teams, and he has done throughout the past couple decades. The guy is just putting up. Phenomenal numbers, but the Lakers are four games under 500 right <laughs> now. You got to have some dissension in the locker room because Westbrook knows LeBron wanted him traded. Uh, I, I got to think that if you're betting any futures on the Lakers, you're a buffoon. 150 to one for LeBron to win MVP. Not going to happen. No, but 150 to one is uh, that's. I think that's more reasonable than betting on the Lakers to do something as a team like winning, uh, like winning the West or something crazy like that. Yeah, the days of. I mean, it's, it happens to everybody. It, the days of LeBron being able to turn back the clock and at playing still at a high level, but to be the guy that says, hop on my back, we're going to win a couple series in the Western Conference playoffs. Mm-hmm. To get to the conference, they got to get to the playoffs. I mean, it's like that just seems like an impossible task at this stage. Yeah, they, they couldn't do it unless uh, every other team, including, you know, Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, Jazz, Mavericks, Nuggets, T-Wolves, Clippers, all these teams had injury issues down the stretch and everything fell right. Uh, for the Lakers, it's not going to happen. I will say if you just stack the numbers up, uh, LeBron is playing about as well as anybody in the league. Steph Curry. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, we, we know what we should do is actually look at some blind resumes of Ooh, NBA yeah. players. You don't know who the player is, but look at the numbers and tell me who's the MVP because you're going to look at the numbers and say, hey, that guy looks like he could be MVP. Hey, that's DeMar DeRozan of the Bulls. You know? Correct. Uh, it's, I think the MVP voting in the NBA – it's very political within the media, mm-hmm. and um, hopefully DeMar DeRozan gains some steam here in the final two months. Steph Curry is 11-1 to 1 to win the MVP. He well, had a bad January. He didn't shoot the ball well that yeah. month and kind of slipped off a little bit. But, uh, you know, you can't count him out. He could, uh, he could certainly be MVP with a strong finish. But they are plus 450 to win the NBA title. I still like the Warriors. I like to make up of the team a lot. And um, as long as they stay healthy, I think the Warriors are as good as any team out there. They get an easy win last night at Portland, 132-95. Uh, again, we'll find out how the Suns do. The Suns uh, successful 124-104 last night in OKC. But you, you do like the Warriors potentially now with this injury to Chris Paul. To well, I, liked be the number them, one. I liked them before the Chris Paul injury. I still think of full strength. Both teams are full strength. You might give the Suns a little bit of an edge, but I would like the Warriors' chances in a uh, in a playoff series like that. But the team that I've got my eye on again, you can get them right now, thirty-five to one to cut down the Nets. They don't do that in the NBA. <laughs> they can't cut down the Nets. They should cut down the Nets. For I'd sure. cut down the net. Uh, is the Nuggets, and they get a, a win last night at Sacktown, one twenty-eight to one ten. Look, I've got people. We had Tyler Fulgham on the show yesterday, and we had breakfast afterward. And he goes, "Look, oh boy." 
Yep. Was, that, was that a classic example of name dropping right there? Is, is, uh? Tyler's not name dropping. Tyler, I had breakfast yesterday. With well, Tyler he said to me at breakfast, uh. Matt, that Jokic is the MVP. <laughs> That's what he said to me. He said Jokic is the MVP. Well, best player. What did you have for breakfast? Where'd you go? I went to Mama uh, Mia Mama's. Mama Mia's. It's good. Who'd Jokic have, is plus two seventy. Tyler Folger. Ty- oh, okay. Yeah, I know him from ESPN. Okay, you guys were hanging the out. The Joker is plus two seventy. Hey, Joker's got a great case to be MVP. I'm not going to argue with. Uh, your friend Tyler about that? Tyler Folsom. But I think you got four or five guys right now have a really strong case. Yeah, I, I just who's the best player? That's what it should be, right? Who's the MVP? Is DeMar DeRozan the best player in the league? Right now, 13 to 1. Those numbers have been shorted. Thanks to you guys getting on Twitter. The first hour of Follow the Money is presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Get a 20% profit boost on the NHL every Friday. Must be 21 or older. Offer not valid in all areas. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. When we come back, Tim Doyle. Got three kids now. He's still getting up early in Chicago to join us right here to talk all things hoops. You got JVT, Steve Prome as well. Come on back. It's Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.